Hey, welcome to this episode of Coming Out, a podcast focusing on Christians in the homosexual community. I'm your host, Scott Rasko, and let's begin this journey together. Special disclaimer. The Stonewall riots were a set of riots that actually began on the 28th of June of 1969 and extended through July the 6th of 1969. In the podcast, it is mentioned the Stonewall riots began in 1966 on June the 28th. However, that information is inaccurate. There were other things that happened as far back as the 1950s and through the 1960s. However, this information of being the beginning of Stonewall is inaccurate and actually began in the year 1969. It was a continued riot and brought in many individuals during that time. Also, there were other places throughout the nation where people began to get involved in their own types of rebellion against the police and the government due to prosecution against the homosexual, the homosexual and the LGBTQ community. So especially for people like me who have not been in the LGBTQ plus community for an extremely long time, it's important for us to go back and look and better understand where pride first began. When we look back through the 1900s, we find that homosexuals were treated very, very poorly. And this actually began many, many years before But even today, there are some cities and states that have laws on law books that prohibit homosexual activities, and they're called sodomy laws. This was especially at its height in the early to mid-1900s. Now, during that time, especially in large, large cities, there were places that homosexuals transvestites, transsexuals, gays, lesbians, bisexuals, individuals who are non-binary, these individuals could go to certain bars and they were like underground establishments. These underground establishments were usually run by mafia or crime families and they didn't have to follow many of the same safety and public uh, types of laws and statutes as the regular organizations because they were run on the down low. They were doing things without having to do them um, the way that establishments who were legitimate did. Many times they bootlegged alcohol, they would have no running water behind the bar to be able to clean glasses. Many of them 
had their patrons bring their own alcohol in. Um, any alcohol that they had was usually watered down and very, very unpalatable. Uh, and, and most of these organizations even had such filth in the restrooms and places that individuals, patrons were very uncomfortable going in. But when you're in a situation that there is no gay community for you to connect with, and these are the only places that you can go to make this connection, you do what you got to do. What makes it worse is many times the owners of these establishments, these crime families, would go through and blackmail their patrons, especially those patrons who had or they supposed had a lot of money. Many of times they were raided by the police officers and individuals were drug out, thrown into the street, thrown on the curb, and they would be photographed and their pictures and likenesses would be put up across the city in newspapers and posted so that other individuals would see and choose not to frequent such establishments. They would not, they, they would choose not to seek out their own homosexual tendencies and desires. Individuals then would lose their jobs because they would be posted so people could see. It was a form of humiliation by the police. So on June 28th of 1966, a group of police officers holding a warrant raided such establishment in New York. This establishment's name was Stonewall, the Stonewall Inn. And this occurred very, very early in the morning on that date. Now, at the time, they arrested 13 people, and this included both employees and violating uh, employees and customers, patrons. They also found a large amount of bootlegged alcohol, which at the time was not supposed to happen. Now, this began a first major movement in the pride movement and started the movement that we now see as the um, civil rights movement for the LGBTQ plus community. Now, the problem was they had been harassed and abused by the police and other groups for so long. They had been discriminated against, they had been humiliated, that they became very angry. And what made this a much greater opportunity for the homosexuality, or the homosexual rather, um, who lived in the area and, and went into this location and patrons here at this bar. The local residents loved to hang out outside, loved to be connected because it was a local establishment. And so not only was it the patrons that were in the bar, but it was also local residents that became very angry. They became hostile, agitated. 
They were tired of seeing the police come in and manhandle these individuals that were inside the bar, both men, women, uh, transsexual, whatever the situation. They were tired. They were tired of seeing people being thrown into police vans. They were tired of seeing them abused, left with bloody faces, black eyes. And what makes this even worse, and, and this is where... When I hear a lot about the malady of, of the black community and all that they've gone through, it really does sadden me. We see it in the news. We see it in the, well, we see it online. We see videos. But what we miss out on is the fact that the LGBTQ plus society, the community itself, was treated just as badly as many of the black individuals. Now, they may not have been pulled from their jobs when they were working on the daily basis, like many black individuals would have been. They may not have been kicked out of libraries or had to use separate restrooms. However, the abuse from individuals in the community, the abuse from um, those making policies, the abuse from the police and things in many ways were much of the same type of abuses that we see in the 1960s civil rights movement of the black individuals. What makes it in some cases even worse is that you have a combination of black and white men and women and individuals who are who are non-binary or individuals who are in one of these alternate type gender groups and they're focusing on or you have black individuals who are also part of this hostile group against the homosexual and the gay, the bisexual, lesbian. And so you have this larger group or this more diverse group rather in the homosexual group that's being abused. You also have this much larger group in or more diverse group in the aggressor that is abusing it. So the people in the community, the people in the area there, neighborhood, were very angry at seeing these things go on. So they began to attack back. And at one point, an officer hit one of the lesbians over the head when forcing her into a van. She shouted out to the onlookers and, and got the crowd's attention. And the crowd began to become angry. And so they began launching things at the police. They were throwing things like pennies and, and bottles, cobblestones from the streets that they could pull loose. Any other object that they could find at the police officers. And within just a few minutes, there was a full-blown riot involving hundreds of people. And it's kind of an interesting situation because within just a few minutes, 
all of this occurred and it actually was such a such a dangerous situation with this riot going on that the police as well as even some of the prisoners barricaded themselves inside the bar because the mob was was just so angry because they were so sick and tired of seeing these abuses going on Now, the mob itself attempted actually at one point to set the bar on fire in an attempt to breach the barricade. Now, they did get the fire out and um, they didn't burn the place down and killing any type of of police and, and other prisoners who were still inside. But this uprising actually helped to build or to begin what we are now seeing. Now, it wasn't that year or even a few years down the road, but we begin seeing people and individuals who begin to stand up against all of the, the evil that were being committed against the homosexuals. And when people saw this riot going on, they actually, even across the nation and other places, they began to fight against the police, fight against the individuals who were attempting to fight and illegally prosecute individuals like homosexuals, bisexuals, gays, lesbians, queer, transsexuals, non-binary, and so on. Now, while Stonewall may not have been the only catalyst, Stonewall helped to set forth a legacy that we still see today. And it's for this reason that I choose today to release this podcast because today is June 28th, 2023. And this occurred in the morning hours on June 28th of 1966. And so it's important for us to acknowledge and realize that this history is not just the history of some random people who lived in 1966. This history is a history of individuals who are connected to us. This history is a history of people who are similar to what we are going through. And if it was not for them choosing to make the decisions that they made to fight for the freedom of individuals who are attracted to same sex or attracted to people of, of all sexes or attracted to people of all genders or people who may be asexual and not attracted to anyone. If it was not for these individuals and their willingness to stand up, then there would be no way 
that we would find ourselves today where we find ourselves. This history may seem like it was from a long time ago, but the history itself is actually our history. And it began the step for us for the freedom that we now see. The opportunity for us to find someone that we can love, that we can marry, that we can connect with, that we can have health insurance with, that we can adopt children, that we can walk down the street wearing a shirt that says free bear hugs or love is love. And so as we go through this time, it is very important for us to realize that we are following in the footsteps of great people who did great things. And the last thing I want to mention here is a large group of these individuals who were part of this riot, were not members or or patrons of the gay bar. They were members of the local network, the, the local neighborhood, who were really just sick and tired of dealing with people. Dealing with people who were treating other people badly. And so if you ever look at a situation and think, well, what is the purpose of us getting straight individuals, allies, others involved? A large part of the Stonewall riots were individuals that were not even gay themselves. They were just there and helped fight for the rights of others. So as you go this week and as we finish up the Pride Month, I want you to remember that this history is not only their history, but this history is your history. It is a legacy that you are now walking in today. And without it, you wouldn't have what you have now. Let's continue to walk this journey together.